Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1235 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer working uh, in the home office. Hope you're having as good a Monday as you can, all things considered, as we continue down this COVID-19 pandemic pause. And we are pleased to be joined by our NHL insider, regular contributor to the show. Today, he's not the headliner, uh, but our headliner each day is brought to you by Touchback Safety, a family business taking care of your family during uncertain times. Training sessions still readily available. We've got Wayne Gretzky at 105 and Alexander Ovechkin at 135. And I know this about John. John's uh, certainly always willing to check his ego. He doesn't even have an ego. But uh, I think he'd, he'd be he'd be cool with us uh, giving the, the headliners today, our co-headliners today, to Wayne Gretzky and Alexander Ovechkin. How you doing, John? <laughs> I think I might, Bob. I'm doing fine. I I, I would un, I would understand. Uh, heck, I'm just happy to be on the show. When you think that you get the the great eight and and, uh, and the great one uh, on the same show. Yeah, tell me this uh, from your perspective: Who's the greatest goal scorer of all time in NHL history? Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think you have to go with the numbers, and right now it's Wayne Gretzky. Um, and I don't I don't care what generation. Uh, you're talking about, uh, um, you know that because in the end, and I, I think the one thing about the the pause in the season, people have learned is that uh, hockey by decade is played rather differently uh, than uh, than it was uh, than than it is at the present time in in the 2020 season. So, um, but you know what, uh, Wayne's career has been over for 21 years. We may be singing a different tune when Alexander Ovechkin's career is over. Yeah, uh, it's pretty amazing what Ovi's done here. Year oh, in and year out. Spectacular. Completely different players, though, too. Which, And we've had texters say, I mean, Wayne has more assists than any other player has points. And, oh, by the way, he's still number one all-time in goals as well, which which just tells you how incredible those totals were. And, yes, it was a different time, and goaltenders were smaller. But you know what? You paid the price to score back then, didn't you? Well, you did. And, I mean, uh, even with Dave Semenko uh, at his side, uh, there was still, if you could catch Wayne, you could cut clutch and grab. And and the other thing is is that uh, technology was different. Skates weren't as good. Uh, equipment wasn't as good. And certainly sticks weren't as good uh, and as prolific as they are now. Yeah, no, it's uh, no question about that. Uh, the only thing that hasn't changed, Bob, is the puck. Right. Ice is better in in every city. I mean, the only city that has been able to maintain that level uh, up for the longest time was Edmonton. 
Um, but uh, Wayne played in a lot of arenas uh, from 1979 on uh, that uh, I would describe the ice as fragile, and I would probably be being complimentary at that point compared to what the ice is around the NHL right now. You know what's interesting to me, John, is, uh, you know, especially, and you know that I'm the type of guy that loves, like I grew up watching this stuff, but like to go back and hop on YouTube and, you know, rewatch the 81 series against Montreal. And, you know, he, Wayne won over the Canadians fans with that performance. But even into the late, mid to late 1980s, there was second guessing of, well, you know, Philadelphia and Boston. They don't, you know, the Oilers aren't that good. They don't come in here and, you know, and often it was when the Oilers were like in game five of a seven game road trip out east. But come playoff time, suddenly it was a little bit different story. So I, because I, you did get a little bit of, am I, am I reading too much in that or thinking incorrectly about the way it really was? Because I sensed at times there was still a little show me state attitude, even into the mid 90s. 1980s uh, with with markets like Boston, Philadelphia, just because the owners didn't always play that great there during the regular season. Yeah, I, you know, I I don't think you're wrong. Um, but I, I just think that you know, day in and day out, nobody thought the game, played the game, planned the game better than Wayne. Um, and for. When you compare even body structure between Ovechkin and Gretzky, um, <laughs> what Wayne did with, with his body, and that's not a knock, but it certainly wasn't as muscular and as robust as Alex's was. Uh, and the one thing both of them really in many ways had going for them was they stayed relatively healthy their whole careers. You know, yes. Wayne had the back issues at times later on, uh, but all that time in Edmonton, there weren't very many. There weren't very many stints where he was out for an indefinite period of time. There's a couple, but not very much. And Alex uh, is unbelievable. So he's a tank. Yeah, absolutely. He's my, you know, and I'm going to bring it up with him when we have him on. He's my second favorite Russian player of all time. Do you know who my favorite player is? I think you know this. I think I mentioned this to you before. Oh gosh, but tell me. Think 1972 in Montreal, Game One. Well, Alexander Yakushev. No, Harlamov. Oh, see, I think, see, to me, the hero of that uh, that series in the end was the was the superstar from Russia that, or from the Soviet Union rather, that we didn't know about. We 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 had all been told about Harlamov. We did not know a darn thing about Yakushev. See, and he was the one who turned so many heads through that whole eight game series. I, I actually thought that. Yak, like Wayne, Wayne's favorite guy was Yakushev. Yeah, uh, mine and Glenn Anderson and me have had this conversation over the years. We both, I mean, Harlamov, the two goals he scored in Game One in Montreal were those were unbelievable. I mean, he scored those. Th- the, the only thing I could compare it to is maybe in terms of how dominant he was. Is if you watched Maradona in '86 for Argentina in the World Cup, I mean, yeah. it was just unbelievable what a smaller statured guy could do, and that's that's what Harlamov was like. But Ovi for me is my second favorite. Russian player of all time, and part of it's his personality. Like, Johnny's kind of bigger than life, isn't he? Well, I, I, you know, he to me, you know, right place at the right time, coming out of that uh, that work stoppage in two thousand and five, uh, and and you know, the NHL got lucky that uh, Ovechkin, who got drafted the year before, and then Crosby got drafted that that year. Um, and those two superstars came to the league at the same time, and they they ended up going to rival teams. That to me was the Ovechkin Crosby rivalry was something that made this league uh, and, and bought it a, a great deal of time 
in the first decade of the century. And, and what Ovechkin did early on with a ton of criticism, a lot from the mainstream, you know, don't celebrate, don't do this. Um, you know, he, w- he was such a force and, and did it with such enthusiasm. And that we weren't used to seeing enthusiasm from, from European players, let alone Russian players. He changed it for so many people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right place, right time. Is there a market that could be – I mean, look, we're in a real uh, – this is a tough situation for everybody moving forward with the COVID-19 pandemic. Sure. We, we both know in a perfect world Gary Bettman would love to play, right? We know that. Uh, and there's at least one of the two international leaders in the respective two countries that would love to see all sports return to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, could Edmonton theoretically – you know the numbers here at Edmonton. I mean, it's you know Alberta's testing a ton. Edmonton, I think, has had less than thirty new uh, positive tests over the last week. Mm-hmm. Very, very low death rate compared to virtually any other market in the league. The Oilers have a you know a practice facility connected to the main facility. They got a hotel in Edmonton. Uh, Dallas's owners got a hotel. And could could Edmonton potentially make sense if we are able to come out of this and potentially look at starting playing maybe in a couple satellite markets? Uh, I, I think it could. I mean, I, I think that when you look at uh, logistics and. And we've all heard of the North Dakota and the New Hampshire opportunities, and uh, and we know that the the league has had discussion with both states uh, at that point. Um, but when you look at um, and, and I, I was actually spitballing this this morning, Bob, if you actually went and said, okay, we're going to go to a playoff tournament, and you said, okay, we're going to do it by division, what two better cities to do the Central Division and the Pacific Division than have the Pacific Division tournament in Edmonton, where, as you said, the, uh, the COVID situation is better than most, and in Winnipeg, where the COVID situation is better than most. And you could play Central Division games at, uh, at MTS and, uh, um, and the Pacific Division games at Rogers and then find two similar markets for the Metro and for the Atlantic. So, and I, 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 I honestly think that they have spitballed everything. So I think they have looked right. at everything. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me that they come up with a remedy of some sort before August 1st. Well, I would hazard a guess that Winnipeg and Edmonton right now uh, would have the fewest deaths per million for COVID nineteen of any of the two mar- uh, of any of the markets in the National Hockey League. I mean. That, I just got. Uh, you're not wrong. Yeah. I, I know. I know in Canada what the numbers are. So yeah. that's that's an easy one for the seven Canadian markets. So uh, it's 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 just interesting, and we're not talking about something, John, in the next week or two. We're talking about something, you know, maybe potentially where the players come back late June and you know get some exhibition games in or whatever, and uh, and then start playing maybe middle of July or end of July or something like that. Yeah, it's funny, you know, the time factor is something that uh, that you brought up that I, um, you know, when we first started talking about this in mid-March, right. when, when, when we said, well, you know, we'll have a decision by the 1st of May, well, the 1st of May is not that far away now, and, and I, I'm now thinking, well, I'm not sure why we would need a decision by the 1st of May. You know, there's uh, there's lots of people getting a little antsy about it, and a lot of people getting impatient. But you know, the, the disease is not under control yet. It it, it appears to be flattening, but um, 
uh, I don't think we need a decision by the first of May anymore. I think you know why don't we can wait it? We can put another thirty days on it and wait again. Uh, there's no point in rushing to make a judgment and then trying to bring it back. Let's just take our time and make a decision if and when it needs to be made. And there's already uh, universities and countries that have got patents right now for possible vax. Doesn't mean they've been approved, but they've already started to put down patents for this sort of stuff. And this is throughout the world. This is not just something that is specific in North America. I know that uh, somebody mentioned me in Pittsburgh the other uh, day. Somebody mentioned me a uh, uh, you know a university in Tel Aviv. I mean, this is happening all over the world. Hopefully. And again, hopeful here, maybe we get things accelerated a little bit uh, faster than normal in terms of a potential vaccine for this as well. John Shannon joining us, our NHL insider, Bob Starver with you again. We'll have Wayne Gretzky at 105, Alexander Ovechkin at 135. So you basically are, you, you, you're, you're saying, why do we need to have a decision even by May 1st? Might not uh, happen. Yeah, I don't know why. We would now. I mean, we're, we, we do. how much more do we know now than we knew a month ago? So how much more will we know in a month? Yeah. 100%. You know, so, so let's take our time. When we started talking about, I think it was about two and a half weeks ago, Bob, yeah. we started talking about, you know, August games uh, and September, October playoffs. You know, when, so when do players, you know, there's a ton of dominoes that need to fall, and including some level of travel and quarantining. Sure. And, the discussion about what happens with quarantining for for players from Europe or Canadians going to the United States and vice versa. Um, there needs to be issues like that discussed. I, 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 in the back of my mind, I've always thought August 1st was the date and that players would probably start to train or go to some level of camps uh, mid-July and, uh, and, and, and then try to do our best, try to do the best for the fans, for the teams, for the business, and uh, and we're you know when, when we think about that, so that's um, do my math. That's still three months away. Yeah, that's still three months away. We've only been in this thirty-seven days. It's it feels the- like forever, but we've only been in it thirty-seven days. Yeah, absolutely. Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Who's the greatest NBA player of all time? I have a bias. I think it's Le- I think it's LeBron. You think it's I really LeBron? Because I, I, cause I, I, I think Michael had a better supporting cast uh, than LeBron's ever had. Okay. I think LeBron is, is 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 no. Both were great. I mean, it's like saying, would you rather have a five hundred dollar bottle of wine from France or a five hundred dollar bottle of wine from Italy? I mean, yes, I'd like to have both. Um, but uh, if you made me choose, I'd choose LeBron James. I'd rather have five hundred dollars worth of Bailey's myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, I th- and I think I've spent that over the last thirty-seven well, days. I think you're, I think the boys at Roos Chris would be able to look at it. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully when we get back at it. Hey, John, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Say hello to Wayne for me. I will. You bet. It's twelve forty-nine in Edmonton. That is John Shannon uh, joining us on today's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, we will tell you that uh, during the season, the Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you by our friends at James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Jim Brown, Trent Brown, and the staff at James H. Brown want to wish you and yours uh, the best during these very challenging times. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When we come back, we'll get to some text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 1249 at Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, uh, it is 12.51 in Edmonton. Again, we have Wayne Gretzky at 105 today and the great eight, Alexander Ovechkin at 135. Uh, they are going to participate in the great one versus the great eight showcase. Um, we will provide a link for that. Uh, it's a charitable component uh and it uh, will be through Monumental Sports Entertainment's Feeding the Front Lines Fund and the Edmonton Food Bank. So an opportunity for you uh, to get involved in that here uh, locally as well. And Brendan will send you a link to that via the tweet from the Oilers Now account. To our Oilers Now text line, our Ashley Fine Flores text line at 780-496-0063 at 1252 in Edmonton. Larry says, Bob Gretzky. The goaltenders are better today, but so is the technology like sticks, coaching, knowledge, diet, and fitness, which makes Ovechkin look like he's more skilled. The same argument exists when golf, when comparing Jack Nicklaus to Tiger Woods. The fact that they are from two different eras, and it's come down to raw achievement, it's all relative, which means Gretzky and Jack Nicklaus are the best. Text us at 780-496-0063. I do think, Brendan, it can be agreed that the fitness aspect, the uh, I believe that it's easier, <laughs> it requires a lot of work, but I think it's easier for today's athlete to have a longer career because diets are way better. Uh, look, no, you know, and when Wayne played, uh, guys flew, players flew commercially. Today, the teams uh, fly on team charter. Much to my chagrin, I'll give you an example, Brendan. Uh, when Dallas Akins came on board as the head coach, uh, they took all the chocolate bars off the plane. So all the nutrition bars we now have have to be approved uh, by uh, you know the dietitian for the for the for, for the team. So the players eat a very specific diet, a much more regimented diet, uh, and and then you take a look at off season training. Today's player takes, what, three weeks to maybe a month off at the most and then uh, starts skating again. Many of the players start skating again as early as the first week of July to get back up and, and, and going. And uh, you would have players in the 80s, some of whom would not even skate until late August, early September. Uh, and, and hey, you got in, in the 70s, you got in uh, shape and training camp. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Mo says, Bob, Wayne Gretzky is the best player of all time. Alexander Ovechkin is the best goal scorer. Uh, but nobody 
puts the fear in God in opposing players like Connor McDavid. So to me, Connor is the most exciting player in the history of the game. P.S. I grew up watching the Oilers in the 1980s, uh, so I saw the uh, great era up close and personal. Again, uh, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Phil, the San Jose Sharks fan, fear of the fans, saying, "Bob, I mentioned Gordy Howe. When he played, there were only six teams. It's not watered down like it was today, and the sticks were awful." There you go. Don says, "All right, Don, here we go. We're going to have this conversation, are we?" Don says, Bob, deaths are not as bad as other provinces, but Alberta has the largest daily increases of cases in Canada per capita. Let's not let up just yet. Lots of time for hockey when we defeat the virus. Don, Alberta is testing. Like, B.C. is not even testing. They've got, they're at 61,000 tests right now. Alberta has ramped up its testing and are over 100,000 tests. B.C.'s got 5 million people. Alberta's got 4.3 million. At one point, Alberta was at around 70,000 tests, and B.C. was around, for the sake of argument, 50,000 tests. Since then, Alberta's done 30,000 more tests, and B.C.'s done about 10. So that's part of the reason why the Alberta numbers are higher, is they've been testing way more. Um <laughs> Tyler, you have too much time in your hands. That's all I'm going to say to you. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, give me Howard Messier or a superstar pass neutralizer like Tikkanen. Wow, a lot of love for Esther Tikkanen. I didn't think we'd see that on today's show. This one comes in to us out of Calgary. Uh, Cowtown Bob says it's unlikely to see the 14-day quarantine for out-of-country travelers to be lifted anytime soon. But mass testing will be happening soon all over. Therefore, if I was Commissioner Cowtown, I would ask players from around the world to gather in Edmonton to start a Stanley Cup tournament for the top 16 teams as of May 10th. Rogers Place in the Coliseum could host an amazing tournament, the uh tournament would start july 1st i don't know could could the coliseum host it i don't know somebody maybe somebody can uh 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 update me on that another text bob uh when kenny was talking the other day uh he said we had one-fifth of the cases per capita of quebec one-third the cases of per, per capita of bc and, and one-half the cap uh cases per capita for ontario's so that's on 10,000, doesn't matter. Uh, we're loads ahead of everybody else, I guess that's what he's saying. Uh, and I'm glad to listen to your show every day because I'm sick of listening to COVID-19 stats. It's all we hear. <laughs> and people... Uh, are they going... Okay, <laughs> this text comes in. Brenda, this one makes me laugh. Are they going to force us to get vaccinated? Well, I, I, I would suggest that vaccination is probably going to be put into play here at some point, yes. And I know there's some non-vaccinators out there. Whatever your deal is, that's okay. We try not to be too judgmental here. Unless you put Steve Smith in one of the five most important goals in Edmonton Oilers history. Then I'm going to draw the line and be a little bit judgmental. Andrew has Texas. Uh, Andrew says, until these players have a highway and a tournament named after them, Gretzky will always be the wet, be the best. It's written in stone. Uh, that one comes to us from Andrew. 
Bob, the COVID numbers in Alberta, another texter says, are going to spike in the next two weeks simply because spring has arrived in Edmonton and people are finally going to go outside. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. 12.58 at Edmonton. Wayne Gretzky, around 105, off to a global. News, weather, traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.